That's a bunch of malarkey. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. I pledge to every citizen of our land that I will be president for all Americans. And this is so important to me. You've just tuned in to the greatest podcast nobody's ever heard of. DNR Radio. And welcome to the recovery room of our post-operative DNR radio. I'm Russ, that's Darkside. Welcome to the show. What's up, brother? So, uh, <laughs> let's let's fill in some people with uh, what's been going on. So, uh, uh, if you remember our last episode, we, uh, we did that a couple weeks back. Uh, yeah. We finished that episode, all right? I put it to bed, I put it out there on the interweb for everybody to enjoy. And at 6.30 the next morning, I get a text from Mrs. Darkside saying, Hey, Darkside was rushed into the emergency room last night. They're going to be cutting them open in the morning. Yeah. New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve morning at at 5.30 in the morning. uh, 5.30 a.m. on the 31st. That's how I spent my New Year's. In a hospital. Looking at the walls. So uh, it was not a blue waffle inf- infection like we thought it was. <laughs> no, 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 it no was testicular not, torsion. <laughs> no, it was no, no uh, uh, urinary tract infection. No, no. Uh, kidney stones. No removal yeah, no. of the glands. No. no clap. No herpes. None of that crap. Now they had cured that a while ago. So uh, <laughs> yeah. this was the gallbladder. Oh, miserable, dude. Miserable. Have you ever had your gallbladder out? No, no. I've had an appendix out, but never never a gallbladder. Oh, miserable, dude. It was freaking horrible. It's not how I wanted to spend my New Year's. It really isn't. So were you awake counting down when the gallbladder would explode, see if it would happen at midnight, or did you tweet your own horn at midnight by yourself? Pretty, dude. No, I was like literally passed out at midnight uh, on, on New Year's Eve. Because it, it was a, it was, it wasn't just. Oh, I went in, you know, I had a gallbladder attack. I went in, they took it out, and I'm all better. It, it was like the furthest thing from simplicity. It was unbelievable. Now, now to backtrack about three or four years ago. Oh yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Your wife told me about that too. Yeah, this is a God. ongoing issue for you. It was. I uh, so about three or four years ago, it was like like midnight, one o'clock in the morning. I'm at work. And all of a sudden, I started having this crushing chest pain, like absolute, like right in the sternum area. And I'm like, oh, crap, I'm freaking dying. And at that point, I went to the hospital because I thought I was having a heart attack. And uh, I get up to the hospital. They hook me up to the EKG. They do IV blood work. They send me in for um, uh, what's that thing where they put the lube on your stomach and run that thing? The ultrasound. Yeah, the ultrasound. Yeah. And they tell me this, again, three, four years ago, they tell me, oh, well, you have gallstones, dude. You, at some point, you're going to need your gallbladder out. Sooner, better than later, but it's not emergent. They're like, we suggest you make make an appointment and have it removed, or else it's going to get a lot worse. Ten years oh later, God. the nuclear holocaust is over, and Darkseid <laughs> still did not address the gallstones. Well, that, that was the problem. Is like, So, uh, you know, the pain went away. 
and I, I left the hospital. I'm like, okay, cool. You know, no problem. I'll do that. And it's not like, oh, I just forgot. I, I knew there was underlying issues there, but it wasn't like bad. You know, it was just, you, you know, every once in a while I'd get the feeling of like, um, uh, indigestion or something like that. And I knew it was my gallbladder, you know? So, so this, I dealt with that on and off for the last four, three or four years. And it started over the last couple of months getting more and more frequent and it would like hurt, you know, cause it's the gallstones and the gall, the gallbladder for those of you that don't know, basically helps you digest fat, fatty foods. And what happened to mine? <laughs> Yours is working <laughs> overtime, bro. <laughs> they say it's like a pear shaped. It's a little tiny pear shaped organ. Yours is probably like a football. <laughs> it's like, like, that's that's what half my stomach protrusion is about. Oh, yeah, you're good, dude. Your gallbladder is kicking ass. <laughs> I might t- maybe they'll they'll do like what they do for lungs and livers and stuff, and just cut a little piece off and give it back to me. Because uh, uh, okay, so I uh, okay, so a couple of months ago it started like happening more frequently and I'm like, Oh crap, this sucks. And it usually only lasts for like 15, 20 minutes. I, I walk around, you know, I lay out, lay on my back and sometimes the stones will kind of like rearrange themselves and it won't feel that bad. Well, that morning on, on new year's Eve morning, it started at like three 30 in the morning and I'm at work and it started and it hurt. It was so painful. And I'm like, God, this sucks. And I, I couldn't get comfortable. Like the pain radiates around to your back. And I mean, it's just all over pain, all over your abdomen, under your sternum. It's just freaking terrible. So I'm like laying down. I'm like, nothing was getting any, like no comfort. Finally, the guys at work were, you know, about 530 in the morning, two hours later, convinced me to go to the hospital. They were trying to tell me the whole time. And I'm like, nope, bite me. I'm not going because I'm stubborn. I, I knew what they were going to tell me. It's your gallbladder. Yeah, no. No crap. You told me that four four years ago. Yep. <sighs> yeah. So I, I I go up to the hospital and um they ended up doing a uh what was it MRI or CAT scan one of those I think it might have been a CAT scan and they said oh yeah your your gallbladder's packed full of stones a couple of them dislodged and are stuck in your bile duct and I'm like okay well whatever. And they said, well, yeah, we're going to have to do surgery and remove your gallbladder. I says, okay. I says, let's book it. We'll do that. They says, no, like we're going to do the surgery. And I'm like, what? Like, like I have to stay here. You know, <laughs> I'm like, it's new year's Eve. <laughs> I have to stay here. And they're like, yeah, yeah. They're like, I'm like, well, no, I can come back during the weekend, get it done. And they looked at me and they go, you can die. And as soon as they like, look you in the eye and say that, bro. It's a game changer. Yeah, it kind of kind of changes your whole mood. It really did. I was like, okay, I don't I don't like hearing that word die, you know? Kind of puts a finality to things. Right. Well, that's where that's where the complications start. <laughs> okay, because so they they get me up into a room like, you know, I'm, you know, I'm, and I'm in this room with some old dude next to me and I'm just like, "Oh god, this sucks." And they come up and they're poking me, prodding me, giving me needles, drawing blood, la, 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 la. And the doctor comes up and says, well, we can't do the operation today. He says, what we have to do is we have to put you under. We have to stick a tube down your throat and do an upper, you know, go in. It's called an endoscopy, something or other. Yes. And we basically go through your throat and pull the, the loose stones out of your bile duct. He says, we have to do that before we remove the gallbladder. 
You know, that way there's no infection. There's no this, there's no that. He says, this, this procedure we're putting you under, he said, there's no incisions. He says, but we'll do the actual operation tomorrow. Now, this is the part you're going to like, because they were rooting around in my ass. They, <laughs> Yeah. He says to me, while you're under, we're going to give you some medicine to help uh, reduce the risk of pancreatitis. Because with this procedure, there is a high risk of pancreatitis. Because we, you know, the bile duct is so close to the pancreas. If we accidentally hit the pancreas, it could become inflamed, pancreatitis, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, well, why don't you just give me the medicine now? He goes, well, <laughs> I says, listen, I can, can only those. be taken rectally. Exactly. He's like, they're <laughs> suppositories. And I'm like, I'm like, you mean in my butt? <laughs> wiggle it <laughs> like, just a little uh, bit. Give yeah, it to so you, wiggle it. He's like, well, we just want to let you know. So if you wake up feeling uncomfortable down there and, and you know, he's like, that's and just you see be- me putting my pants on. Don't worry about yeah. it, son. We got you cleaned. Uh, yeah, they greased up and shot and jammed a couple of those up there. And I still ended up getting freaking pancreatitis. <sighs> yeah, they said they were going to do the operation Monday morning uh, on, you know, New Year's Day. And. You know, they came in, dude, I was out like a freaking light. They did the procedure on New Year's Eve at noon. I didn't come around until like 10 o'clock at night. And even then I was still in and out of consciousness. They doped me up good. And then the next day they came in at five o'clock in the morning. They started poking me, prodding me, drawing more blood, doing this, that, the other thing. I'm, I'm hurting like from the pancreatitis. I didn't realize I had it at that point, but it just hurt. And they came in and said, yeah, you have pancreatitis. We can't do the operation, you know, until maybe tomorrow. And they, I'm like, are you freaking kidding me, dude? I'm like, how did I get pancreatitis? You jammed your hand in my ass with the medicine. <laughs> you well, it was me a, for fun. Yeah. And they're like, well, it was, you know, like, uh, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. So you rooted around in my asshole for nothing? I'm all like greased up down there like I was in some kind of weird Las Vegas porn shoot. And, and I still ended up with pancreatitis. Are you freaking kidding me, dude? I was freaking horrible. It, it was kind it, of it was, sort of like uh, how you had kids, right? You wore the condom to protect and you wound up with them anyway. Exactly, dude. I'm like, well, what the what the hell was the sense then? I should charge you for rooting around in my ass. Right? You go digging around back there. That's going to cost you four ninety nine a minute. Exactly, dude. But then they <laughs> <laughs> a minute and <laughs> take a little longer than that. I ended up. Uh, but they, you know, so I ended up the next day, I finally caved in and took the, uh, the morphine because I, I was like, minus being put under, I was without pain medicine the whole time. I kept refusing it. So they finally gave me the morphine on Monday, seeing as I would have to wait another 24 hours for the operation. Whew. And as of 10 minutes ago, it sounded like you were still on it. Oh, dude, <laughs> let me tell you something, man. That stuff. Wow. Holy crap. I mean, I've had morphine back in the day, but man, this was like, Jesus, dude. So, Are you so, hearing that dinging noise? No, I got no dinging. So, oh, that was me. We're, real, real quick. So while you're going through this, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, your wife tells me that you got the pancreatitis. Now they got to put it off another day. I get mm-hmm. a phone call from my sister that my brother got put into the hospital and he needs to get his taken out. Really? Same time as you. Was his was his as bad? His was gangrious. Oh, yeah, that's not good. That's it's like it had already started rotting inside of his body. No bueno. 
<laughs> that's what that ha- same thing happened to my brother back in uh uh what was it may uh mother's day weekend my brothers had to have his removed because of the same thing now now his i want to i want i want to hear i want to hear the story on how you got your own private room uh you see you already know the story now you're just trying to be a dick <laughs> i am i really am sort of like what your brother put in front of your face <laughs> yeah so apparently while i was unconscious were those well, delicious you know, pops i want to know i was in and out of consciousness because i remember at one point i remember waking up and seeing my brother and and some of my family members the old lady like people just like around my bed and i i remember hearing laughter and next thing I know, I wake up and everybody's gone. And I'm literally in in a room all by myself. I'm like, what the hell happened? So I, I they had to put, okay, so they had to put an extension on my bed because of how tall I am. Right, I've gone through I, that. I, I yeah. Didn't, yeah, I didn't fit in the bed, so they had to extend. They have these extenders that they put on the end of the bed. Which I still don't fit on. My feet still hang off of. Yeah, oh, I was still uncomfortable, you know, but it, it, I thought that they put me in a, a private room because the way they had to turn the bed sideways with another bed in the room, there wasn't enough room. So I thought they just did it for that reason. Come to find out, apparently, uh, when my brother, my brother went, you know, he's a jokester, so he went and got all these dick-shaped lollipops and took pictures of him putting these things in my face while I was passed out. He is teabagging you with pops. Yeah, well, you know what? I so wish I could put this picture up on the DNR website. If he was left to his own, (laughs) go ahead, do it. If he was left to his own, uh, he probably would have used the real thing at some point. Just started shoving his balls in my face. We we, we could have, we just don't have pictures of it yet. Might have. But I guess when he was doing it, the doctor was in the room and was a little less than, because it was getting ruck, like kind of rowdy in there, and the doctor was a little less than pleased and felt bad for the old man next to me. Goddamn so, white trash ruining the hospital. Yeah, decided to move me into my own room because of this. I thought it was because they had to make the bed bigger and there wasn't enough room, but from from what I hear from other sources, it was... The jello picker pops. Yeah, it was dick pops that did it. Yeah. And they were so, fruity. They were multicolors. And- <laughs> I think I still have them upstairs, but I did not eat any of them just to just to clarify. Yeah, okay, sure, sure. I'm sure. Yeah, we're sure. Oh, I'm here. Let me yeah. I'm going to send you now this this picture I'm about to send you is what I've been dealing with now ever since. Now we're going on three weeks that, that I've been sans gallbladderless or whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it. And this my friend I'm, I'm i'm sending it over to you right now is what i've been dealing with okay let me know when you get it i'm, I'm sure i'll hear the shriek do you have your cell phone on you i i do i do i'm busy looking oh, at okay. the picture of the uh the pink and the purple and the... yeah go ahead and post the picture online i don't care wow it's what, perfectly fine that looks like uh uh you got you got some uh clumping issues there yeah, I have not had a, sowl, a solid bowel movement since the, this operation has happened. Wow. Yeah. Uh, now, thankfully, a, a friend of an hour ago, so it settled. Uh, a friend of mine had this operation done eight years ago, and she said, "Dude, you will never have." She's like, "You'll be lucky if you have another solid poop." She's like, "I've had nothing but diarrhea since then, eight years." 
So I had my follow-up doctor's appointment this past Thursday, and the doctor says, uh, you know, how's everything going? And it was sore. It was a little long road to recovery, but I felt good. You know, I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm doing okay. I said, she goes, anything uh, that concerns you? I said, yeah, the, the explosive diarrhea is killing me. She goes, yeah. She goes, that could take a couple of months to pass. <laughs> I said, unlike I said, your food, which is apparently on the express train way out. Right. Anything I eat turns into liquid. And I'm like, I'm like, couple months. And she's like, yeah. And I said, she goes, you know, I don't want to make you nervous. She goes, you know, it's not the, you know, you're still absorbing the nutrients in your food. So there's nothing to worry about. She goes, there are occasions, there are a, a slight amount of people out there that have their gallbladder removed that it, it kind of, that's their, their norm from now on. And I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? I enjoy a good poop. I'm like Al Bundy. I'll, I'll get in there. No, dude. I'm like, I can't be one of these people. I can't be one of these people. I'm like, let it only be for a couple of weeks, maybe a couple of months. But geez, please, somebody give me my poops back. My 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 brother's got it coming out the other end. Oh, he's puking? Oh, uh, projectile. Oh, uh, yeah, he's I didn't a, he puke. He can't keep anything down. I've had a few moments of not na- like just nausea, but I haven't I haven't puked. Now you gotta you have to take medicine the rest of your life now to make up for the fact that you don't have a gallbladder. No, no, you just gotta you just gotta for the first she the doctor was telling me for the first like you know it's gonna be a, a trial and error basically uh, with what you can eat now and what you can't eat. She's you know some foods that you know like the greasy foods stuff like that. You know, oily foods, you know, stuff like that might make you nauseous, might make you not feel good, you know, won't kill you or anything like that. But, but you, you know, need to it's go just on a, a low fat diet now, huh? Yeah, basically, I've been eating. The only thing that's really uh, that I've been able to eat that's really been okay has been freaking Cheerios and, and uh, oatmeal, stuff like that. I've been okay with um, chicken here or there, you know, eggs. I've been kind of just starting to try to expand my horizons i went to moe's last night that was a bad idea yeah i can imagine that's got to be no boy yeah yeah that didn't work out like that's like having chipotle oh i got halfway through and i'm like wow was this stupid (laughs) you know i'm like oh god i'm such an idiot but it's oh you know what dude i'm back i mean i know we wanted to do a couple of shows um like around the new year's mark but uh i was incapacitated it sucked the gas has been horrible. Check the here. Listen to this, dude. Hold on a second. Now, now oh, you really, God. you really need to be careful with that because you may have one of those explosive episodes while you're trying to do that. Oh God, yeah. Each one of them's like, like rolling the dice. I'm playing a game of craps. No pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I'm. Oh God. It's, i <laughs> oh, see yeah you're gonna choke yourself out there too huh? <laughs> yeah but I, you know uh, it's uh everything's everything's doing better um you know what sucked like one thing that sucked so when i'm in the i'm in the emergency room right and i'm waiting for the doctors to come in and do their whole spiel this is on new year's eve morning i'm in the i just got into the emergency room they just came in started ivs they're like okay we'll be back to check on you a little while and the pain started kind of subsiding a little bit like i think they might have given me like ibuprofen or something like that yeah so i go on i was gonna go on facebook and just start trolling it was gonna be my last day of trolling i'm like my my new year's resolution like i told you the last show i'm i'm 
getting off of social media. I'm done trolling. So I was like, well, let me give it one last good go, you know? And I go on Facebook and I pissed somebody off again. And I was in Facebook jail the entire time I was in the hospital, all three days I was in Facebook jail. I couldn't write anything. Yeah. I couldn't post anything. People were like, Oh, Hey, how you doing? Oh, Hey, how you feeling? Oh, you know, let me know. I couldn't, I couldn't write back because I was in, and I don't even know what I did again. I have no idea, but I spent the entire time up there with no communication to the Did outside you call world somebody like a feminazi or a pansy or i don't know i have no idea which one this was none i keep doing it dude i keep pissing people off and i have yeah, but no it, idea it, yeah you is. don't even know what you're doing that's what makes it no. fun you know what no it doesn't make it fun oh, let me know you know what facebook if you're out there listening whoever mark Zuckerberg or whatever the hell your name is if you're going to put somebody in Facebook jail let them know what you don't just throw people in jail and not tell them what they're charged with that's that's wrong listen when somebody gets arrested you tell them we are we are placing you under arrest for murder we're placing you under arrest for DUI we're pla- we're placing you under arrest for assault let me know why I'm in jail that way I can make a, a, a conscientious effort to either not do it again or do it on purpose. Let me know. I, I was, I was they're supposed no. to know because you're supposed to be a responsible adult. Yeah, I am a responsible adult. But the problem is, is I go to so many websites pissing off so many different people. It, it's who knows? Throw a dart at a freaking at the wall of, of pissing off. And it could be any one of a million things. I have no idea. <sighs> so you've had a busy, busy couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah, it sucks. And then, of course, we're recording on the uh, the night of the uh, football championship games. Oof, yeah. So I actually course, watched. I was rooting for the Jaguars. That didn't go well. <laughs> I saw that post you, you put up. Well, it's Everybody, true. I mean, the entire no, country hates the Patriots. I, they hate them. Listen, they hate them. I am I'm not a Patriots them. fan, but I wanted them to win. Nah, I have my reasons, but I, I do not like the Jaguars. Nah. Well, no, because you're from, you know, you're, you you love your Tampa Bay Buccaneers, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But, but it's not then, even in the same division. No, it's the same conference. I mean, one's AFC, one NFC. And then and then, and then then I was rooting for uh, the Vikings, and they just got demolished. I wow, mean, so you got a double loss today. Uh, I got, you know, it hurts. Mm. It hurts mm-hmm. so bad. Because, you know, I, I, I like to consider myself a pundit. Right. So I figured that the Patriot game was going to be close. I was like, you know what? You got to score. If you don't score and wind up punting, you're going to lose. And they didn't wind up punting. And I was like, you're going to lose. And yeah. sure enough, they yeah. lost. I mean, I, I knew that. I saw it coming. With the with the Viking game, did not see that coming. No, that was poof, brutal, dude. That, Holy crap. The opening kickoff, they, they take it. They march down the field 75 yards couple of minutes they score a touchdown i'm like oh here we go we're gonna mm-hmm. do good and then it went to 38 unanswered <laughs> points yeah like, oh god they got <sighs> torn apart oh no I, I sat there yeah i sat there i was in the same like i, I was watching i'm not a uh, an eagles fan i'm not a vikings fan but so so for me basically either or i really didn't care so to speak but um i have respect for the eagles and I sat there, I watched the, I watched, you know, the Vikings march down and score the first set of points. And I'm like, oh crap, this is going to be a good one. And then it sucked. It was horrible. 
Dude, how many more times is Brady going to make like a come from behind victory? As long as they give him a friggin' minute to do it. That was insane. They play soft. They play soft defense. Everybody does that. They play soft defense. Yeah. And then Gronkowski being out too. Holy cow! That was a hell of a hit, though. Yeah, when he got his bell rung. Flag all day on that, but you know. Oh yeah, he got his bell rung. You could see, like, when he sat up, he's like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> like, holy crap. <laughs> Somebody get the number of that bus? <laughs> what was, the hell? No, no. And, and, and I'm sure he'll be fine for the big game in two weeks. Uh, and, and already the Eagles are once again the five-and-a-half-point underdog. The Vegas has yeah. already put out the first line. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's the Patriots uh, giving up five-and-a-half. Well, so. what's the I mean, what's the concussion protocol for the NFL, though? I mean, do you think two weeks is uh, enough of a... Well, it depends how bad his bell was rung. So there's guys that have missed a half a season because the bell got rung so bad. There's guys that right. have come back same game, you know? Okay, so. yeah. Well, maybe he'll be back next in two weeks. Who knows? I mean, he, he got walloped, dude. It was brutal. And I was rooting for the... I was rooting for the Patriots. Not a Patriots fan, but I can't stand Jacksonville. I do not like the Jaguars. And I I sat there with Connor watching it the whole time. Me and the boys sat there. You know, the kids went in the other room playing uh, video games. The old lady was working on her homework. So me and the boy had a little little three-hour bonding time watching the game. dad bonding. I, I kept looking at him like the whole game, right down to the last four minutes. I'm looking at him like, dude, what is wrong with your team, dude? What is wrong with he? You know, of course, him being the nut, nut flicker, he's like, "Where are your Buccaneers?" <laughs> well, they're golfing, uh, man, sitting in sunny Florida. What are you doing? Yeah, I told him. I says, "Listen, if Brady and, and the Patriots don't get their heads out of their asses, they're going to be the same place that the Bucks are in two weeks, sitting at home watching the game." Yeah. But they ended up pulling it off. I was I was pleasantly surprised. Uh, was not. I was all right all. with it. Not pleasant at all. Being a Jets fan, it's like. Enough of this. Enough of this crap already. They're, they're buying another one. I mean, the, yeah. the pass interference uh, right after the Gronk hit, that wasn't – they were out of bounds. They were both pushing and shoving. There wasn't pass interference. But you give them the ball, first and goal, uh, you know, and I said, God damn it, the fix is on. They bought another <laughs> one. I was waiting for it. Everybody was waiting no. for it. You know what though? That I I saw the pass interference call, and I thought the same thing until they did a, a slow mo replay of it. And his yeah, arm, he, he was you don't basically throw a flag in slow mo. No, you throw but the if flag you know real what? time. Good, yeah, but good for the ref for catching it. No, that wasn't it wasn't interference. I wouldn't call that. Yeah, well, they were both That's... looking back at the ball. They were both playing patty cake. No, you don't call that. No, Ever. he was hugging him, dude. The defender Even Tony was, was, Romo was like, "You don't call that." Uh, no, uh, you know, and where's Tony Romo now? Well, he made his first championship game. Please, <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's true. For, <laughs> uh, Cowboy fans must love you, <laughs> uh, especially since I'm rooting for the Eagles in the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, uh, are you really? Uh, what I I didn't was that a question? Yeah. What? Why? Why you got such. Such disdain oh, for the Patriots. I don't yes. like them. Listen, I'm I not mean, a for Patriots the whole Boston fan. area, man. I mean, I, the whole town can just drop off in the water. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a listen. I'm not a Patriots fan either. But 
And I, then, I don't know who to root, root for. I've historically, I listen, I got an Eagles tattoo on my back because I lost a bet. <laughs> I can't stand the Eagles. I really can't. That's the only reason that why, was, because you have to wear them forever. Yeah, but that was the Eagles of back then. I didn't like Don, oh, Donovan McNabb and all those assholes. I couldn't stand them. But now it's like, I, you know, I, oh, ever since then, I kind of built a little bit of a respect for them. And so I, I'm kind of on the fence. Like, I, I really don't know who to root for. You know, yeah, do I, I mean, stick with the uh, NFC, AFC? I, I don't know who to root for. Okay, so I grew up in a Giants household. Mm-hmm. So my sister loves the Cowboys, and, and I was always pulling for the Redskins. So, of course, we were always at odds with my father anyway, but we all had a, a, a mutual hatred for the Eagles. And right. then me being a diehard Jets fan just can't stay in New England. Like right. F Boston, F New England, all of it. Just drop off in the water and, and drown, you know? Let's see yeah. how many Super Bowls you can uh, hold up when you're going. <laughs> yeah. Right. Glub, yeah. glub, son of a bitch. So, <laughs> growing up in, in, in that, it was always like, uh, they hate the Eagles. Eagles suck. Oh, the Eagles suck. No Eagles. Uh, I, and now now that they're in the Super Bowl, you know, I, I feel like the, the third time in their history, uh, I'm I, talking to my brother, and he's like, you know, never the Eagles. Never the Eagles. And I'm like, never the Pats. Never the Pats. Right. Yeah. He's like, this is like our worst nightmare with me being a Giants fan, you being a Jets fan. I was like, yeah. So that's why everybody yeah. needs to go Eagles. Uh, <laughs> now, this is a rematch, right? The Eagles and the Patriots played a couple years ago, didn't they? They did. That was the Donovan McNabb uh, puke bowl. That was hmm. the the, uh, the first play of the game. Donovan McNabb just bends over and starts puking all over the field. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, what was that? That, that was, was a close game. Ball. I mean, New England won by three. Yeah, that it was Super a three-pointer. That, so this that, will be a good rematch for them. That, I think it's a be better one because I think the Eagles' defense is better than that. Uh, I think that uh, uh, the uh, the Patriots' offense isn't as explosive. Right. Well, uh, hey, look, dude, Danny Amendola had a fantastic game. But they called well, at it. the end. They called it. They called yeah. it in pregame. They were like, you know, who's going to step up? Amendola. Yeah, and well, he and had no choice. Sure enough, there he was, and he fired him up, and uh, so you know, Brady yeah, but had, he had no choice but to to fill those shoes once uh, uh, Gronk was out. So yeah, which you know, it's I uh, just I hate them. I hate them. I hate them. <laughs> you're, you're so bitter. <laughs> I, saw, I hate them so much. You have no idea. So you really wanted Jacksonville? Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, okay, so a little backstory. Uh, the the second. <laughs> minor league team that I ever played for was the New Jersey Jaguars. Right. So when I played semi-pro football, my first team I played for was funny enough, the Scranton Wilkes-Barre Eagles. And then I, uh, the second team I played for, I moved back to Jersey. I played for the New Jersey Jaguars. And that was the first year that Jacksonville came out. Mm-hmm. So I loved that logo. I thought that logo was sharp as hell when it first came out and we had the black helmets and we had the logo on it. Because we had the, the 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 rights to use it and stuff, yeah. And uh, <clears throat> our defense I, was dominant. I mean, we 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 kicked the ass in the league that year. So I got Jaguars blankets, a Jaguars doll. I got Jaguars paraphernalia. I got Jaguar stuff everywhere. You know, yeah. like right now it's sitting in a tote. I haven't had it displayed <laughs> since I retired. But oh, you're not gonna pull it out, are you? Well, no, because they're not in the big game. If they were, it'd be it'd be all over the the side. Uh, bookcases that uh, are on either side of my fireplace where my TV sits upon. I do. I like their logo. 
I like their helmets. I like that paint scheme, how the back of it's gold, the front of it's black, but it's not like a high-polished finish. It's yeah, like that I wasn't matte black. fond of that either, but, you know. I like it. I think it's kind of cool. But you hate them anyway. You know, part of my hatred, actually, I never liked them. You know but why then, you hate them? Wasn't you it? know why you hate them? Because the owner's what? a Muslim. That's why. I don't give a, uh-huh. I don't give a damn about that. Uh-huh. I, I was a little bit pissed off that he gave a thousand uh, postseason tickets to uh, refugees instead of, you know, like, I don't know, maybe wounded warriors or something like that. That pissed me off. <laughs> I'll be flat out honest with it. You you heard about that a couple of weeks ago? I did. Yeah. Yeah. That pissed me off. I was like, wait a second here. You got people fighting for our country, dying for our country, coming home, missing limbs, blind, burned. These people deserve to have a get like just... Just a three-hour getaway. Let them enjoy themselves. And you're giving tickets to refugees? Are you freaking kidding me? You're out of your goddamn mind. That's a, that, that pissed me off. That is a great segue. You know what? We're going to pick up a conversation about that when we get back. We're going to talk about how unfortunate it is for our service members right now and how uh, latent it is for our refugee situation and the illegal immigrants. We're going to talk gonna all talk about a- that when we get back. Uh- are we going to talk about shithole? <laughs> <laughs> we, we missed that, too. <laughs> I got to beep that one out you, there. No, no. Hey, listen, if CNN can uh, say shithole, DNR Radio can say shithole. Damn you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't I'm go telling anywhere. You, this shithole will be right that. back after this. Shithole. Who doesn't like to be naked? Sure, we all do. But the police usually frown upon public nudity. Well, now you can stay out of jail and look good doing so with a t-shirt from Skunk Duck Design. From sports to politics to the wide world of nerdcraft, there's a shirt for you at Skunk Duck. They even have shirts for you for 20 followers. Skunk Duck shirts come in both regular and women's cut, and with sizes from extra small to 5XL, there's a shirt for everyone. Oh, did I mention they have hoodies too? Because they totally have hoodies. Go to teespring.com slash stores slash skunk duck design to get the shirt that's right for you. That's teespring.com slash stores slash skunk duck design. New shirts are being added all the time, so follow Skunk Duck on social media at facebook.com slash skunk duck design for all the latest updates skunk duck design the best ducking designs on the web they're not right wing they're not left wing no these fat bastards want the whole chicken and now back to dark side and rust dnr radio and we're back to the greatest shithole this side of the Caribbean Sea, <laughs> DNR Radio. Oh, by the way, if you want to complain about how uh, big of a shithole we really are, uh, Dark Side will tell you how to get in touch with this shithole. Uh, uh, DNRradio.net, shithole. RadioDNRGmail.com, shithole, if you want to email us. Uh, Facebook or Twitter feed, it's a royal shithole all around. <laughs> Are we going to try to beat CNN's oh. count of shithole? Oh, my God. I can't believe the free-for-all. It was the free-for-all that, that the media took over that freaking statement. It's unbelievable. 
everywhere you turned, it was all over the news. Everybody was saying shithole. And I'm like, holy crap, good for you, Trump. <laughs> he, got, he got him to curse on TV. Yeah, all right. <laughs> That's fantastic. You know, the whole thing pissed me off because, uh, I mean, listen, let's be quite honest. Okay. Every single person at one point or another in their life has used the term third world shithole. Everybody. That's, unless you're from there. Right. Unless you're from a third world <laughs> shithole, you've used the term. And I'm willing to bet 95% of the people that live there have said, man, I live in a third world shithole. You know? Listen, why do you think they're not hotbeds for vacation spots? <laughs> you know, people don't say, hey, where are you going on vacation this year? Oh, I'm going to that shithole over there across the ocean. <laughs> it doesn't happen. I'm it's, going to Cameroon. We're going to have a hell of a time. Oh. Uh, yeah, I'm going on the Syrian tour. It's fantastic. It doesn't happen. So, you know, but you know what pissed me off, though, is that there was only one uh, Democrat. It was a private meeting. This meeting occurred behind closed doors. It was a bipartisan meeting. And one Democrat comes out saying, he said third, he said shithole. And it exploded racism. First of all, it's not racism to call a country a shithole. All right, that's just a you know that's just a term for you know what the country is. It's a, it's got nothing to do with the color of the skin of the people there. It's it's the conditions that they're living in, okay, because of their government, because of them themselves. It, it, it's not a racist term, but the left went freaking ballistic. CNN, MSNBC, USA Today, Yahoo News, everybody blew a gasket. But there was no confirmation that it was ever said. No, hey, they were asking, listen, there was Republicans in that room that weren't really fans of Trump, still aren't fans of Trump. And even they said, well, I don't recall him saying that. Okay. Democrats, so, other Democrats in the room came out and said, I don't recall them saying that. Let's let's give but, the backstory because people only hear about these comments, but they don't know really where they came from. So right. we all know the uh, federal court decision right now that forces the Trump administration to once again accept the dreamers, right? The DACA kids. Right. Right. So uh, they were talking about in this meeting, how right now there's certain quotas for certain countries and you can only have certain amount of people apply for this program from certain countries. Right. And, and the number may be <laughs> disparate, but uh, a Trump stance was, I don't care where they come from. I don't care what shit old country or whatever it is they come from. Uh, we can't have quotas from one over the other. It needs to be f equal and fair across the board. The best get in whatever you have to offer this country. Mm -hmm. so, you know, if you have nothing to offer this country, but you you are you know the the 50th person and we need 52 from this country, uh, we're not just going to take you because you have to fill that quota. You have to actually do something good for this country. Anyway. Yeah. Bring something to the table. So he was talking about those countries that those people would be coming from. And, and, and Dick Durbin uh, said that uh, Trump referred to those countries as shithole countries. <laughs> so now other people in the room have, have said that the, the language from all people in the room were, uh, was, was impassioned and, and that people were using terse uh, language and, mm -hmm. and everybody was one step short of saying locker room talk, right? right? But when asked directly, Homeland Security Secretary uh, Kirsten Nielsen 
said that she didn't hear anything uh, uh, referring to African nations as shithole. Right. Uh, only that uh, th- there was there was tough language used, but not that they used uh, th- those specific phrases. You know, and, and she was uh, questioned uh, at a uh, Senate hearing uh, when when the Senate was still talking about this stuff instead of the uh, shutdown. Right. Uh, she was questioned by a Democrat from uh, Vermont, Pat Leahy, uh, asked whether or not Trump used a similar word. Uh, Nielsen responded, the conversation was very impassioned. I don't dispute that the president was using tough language. Others in the room were also using tough language. Right. So uh, the, the whole point was he'd like to move away from a country-based quota system to a merit-based system. It shouldn't matter where you're from. It should only matter what you can contribute to the United States, which goes yeah. directly against the Democrats' uh, needs and feelings and, and wants, right? Yeah. Well, so, God forbid you use logic with a Democrat. doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. So, well, you know, they, they the government right now is shut down, which... If yeah. you're not quite sure what that means, let's go over it. So, Social Security offices are closed, okay? Um, yeah. VA uh, doctors are not seeing any new patients right now. Uh, VA hospitals are running on skeleton crews. Military personnel are not being paid at all. Uh, all those government services and government monies are frozen, uh, except for Congress. They're still getting paid. Well, of course they are. So the Democrats are saying that the Republicans shut down the government. Okay. Let's let's go over the actual facts here. So they were trying to pass a resolution to continue to fund the government. However, because there was no money in this uh, uh, funding, which paid for illegal immigrants or DACA or any type of those government uh, immigration programs, the Democrats voted no. To keep the government running. Right. Right. So let's look. The House vote to keep the government running had 224 Republicans voting yes to keep the government running. 11 Republicans voted no. On the Democrat side, six Democrats voted yes to keep the government running. 186 voted no. Then we jump to the Senate. In the Senate, 47 Republicans voted yes to keep the government running. Five voted no. Democrats, six yes, 43 no. Mm-hmm. So when you when you look at the bigger picture, the Democrats shut down the government because we didn't want to pay any more for illegal immigrants. Yeah, how's that a problem? Well, well, the left is still finding it a problem because now they're they're looking at it as well. The Republicans are the reason why it shut down because they refused to compromise. But what's that's that's their whole right. It's we don't want to pay any more for illegal immigrants. Right. And I'm proud as hell to say that the Republicans actually stuck by their guns on this one. Good for them. It sucks that there's a shutdown. I mean, that's miserable. That's, I don't want to see anybody. A friend of mine's wife uh, has a federal job and she's on a furlough now. It sucks. It's horrible. But she herself said, Hey, listen, I I don't want to be out of work. I don't want to be sitting at home. I don't want to be on this furlough. But you know what? The right thing has to happen. The right thing has to happen. We don't have enough money to take care of our own. And these goddamn Democrats, all they want to do is put the needs of the illegals in front of their own citizens. They shut down the government because of that. They shut it down. Yep. 
But the left isn't going to see it that way. They're going to, you know, they've been bitching and moaning that, oh, well, the president wasn't willing to negotiate and blah, 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 blah. It's just a crock. The problem is that the left's media game is strong. Of course it is, because they're outnumbered. You have Fox News, and and listen, I'm not a huge fan of Fox News. Uh, you know, they put their own right-handed slant on things. But the, the media is overwhelmingly liberal overwhelming so of course anything they say is going to come out you know just like this whole th- shit whole thing blew out it blew out of uh, proportion because that's what's being put out to the people the left-handed media which is 90 plus percent of the media outlets that's 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 bad though i mean you you look at social media you look at facebook twitter you look at uh, uh, instagram snapchat and everybody is just talking about uh, uh, how horrible the Republicans are, and I don't see any or enough Republicans standing up and saying either that or I'm just not friends with any Republicans. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Probably. Probably not. Being from <laughs> I'm from New Jersey and Connecticut, and uh, now down here in in the uh, only three Democrat counties in all of Texas, uh, I probably don't have a lot of uh, uh, right hand uh, friends on on my social media outlets. But everywhere I look, it's just bash, bash, bash. And I'm like, wait a second. The economy right. is the strongest it's been in 10 years. Unemployment is at 4%. I yeah. know because I'm doing hiring and I can't find anybody to hire. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's amazing for such a racist in the White House, uh, black unemployment is at an all-time low. Woman unemployment he uh, is at an all-time low. Yeah, the, for the a massage. March the other day. Right. For a guy that... Yeah. You know. I, listen, you know what? Let the left spin all they want, but at the at the end of the day, like you said, economy is booming. It's on the rise. The Dow is always breaking record after record after record. Everything is on the way up. He is holding true to almost all of his promises. And, and you know what? The ones that he hasn't been able to tackle yet, give him time. Rome wasn't built in a day, folks. Yes, but the but next after- problem he's got to tackle is Oprah Winfrey. No, I don't even see that as a problem. I really, dude, I really, I feel no threat coming from that camp. I, I, I really, truly I, don't. I do. Listen, I think that she's no. just Old on. white men need to die. I mean, she shot herself in the foot with that. And and that feeds right into the left. It feeds into the left. It gives them what they want. It gives them a no. black woman that wants old white guys dead. It, it I'm feeds you, into dude, what they want. It doesn't, the left wanted Hillary and it didn't happen. I'm telling you, I, th- there's no threat there. I, listen, I know we're a couple, what, we're three years out from that, almost three years out. Don't even worry. I'll tell you that now. I'll tell you that in a couple of years. If she throws her hat in the ring, the Dow Jones will be through the freaking roof. Everybody will be fat and happy in knowing that America's being taken care of. You know, he's had a rough first year because of the liberal left media. I'm not, I'm not denying that one bit. But the proof is in the pudding. And at the end of the next three years, dude, oh, that pudding's going to be delicious. Uh, Don't even worry about it, dude. I'm telling you right now, Oprah is not a threat. Not a threat. Right now, she's the only thing that the Dems have. Don't be a sheep. She's got, no, I'm I'm a strategist. No, you're not a strategist. You're not a strategist. You look at the populace, right? No, people are You are a doomsday prepper. They're going to, they're going to, right. You have to be, right? No, you don't have to be. You because were freaked you never out. Listen, know when when the other shoe is going to drop. There's one thing that Listen, I learned, man. No, 
when you're not prepared for it, it will blindside you. Here comes a 2,200-mile kick in the balls, okay? <laughs> you are so freaked out about that whole net neutrality crap, and here we sit, still perfectly fine. Because it's I'm still in litigation. You, oh, bull crap. I'm telling you, dude, everything will be okay. No. Calm your tits, bro. Nope. Everything will nope. be fine. Nope. You, the internet's going to turn into a shithole. <laughs> I, rem I remember when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I was a little kid and I remember my mom sitting down reading us books at bedtime. And there was the one about the little, the little chicklet that was running around town going, the sky is falling. The sky is falling. That's, that's a little Russ. So you're calling around. me Henny Penny. I am calling you Henny Penny. Yeah, the little Henny chicklet Penny, yeah. that, that runs around with the sky is falling. The sky is falling. You, you, you get like, I'm not saying that you're a leftist. You're, uh, you're not. You're a, you're a ducker plucker. That's what I'm gonna use. What I'm saying is, is that you are 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 buying into, or not buying into, but you're giving credence to a lot of things that these leftist knuckleheads are freaking saying. No, you have to look at the big picture and know where your battle's gonna come from and how to prepare and, for and it. And you could. And nobody's you gotta saying build you Belichick the it. hell out of it. That's listen, what you got. Nobody's do. saying you don't. Nobody's saying you can't or you don't have to. Of course, listen. I, I subscribe to all these different leftist liberal uh, uh, websites on Facebook and stuff like that to read the you know their spin on the news and everything. And that's usually why I end up in Facebook jail because I reply to it. <laughs> okay, but it's not that I'm closing my eyes to. I read what they have to say and I decipher, I investigate and I come out with what I feel to be the truth. And I'm, I'm, listen, I'm, I'm not far from perfect, bro. I am far from perfect. Especially I, when you're yeah, missing I have, pieces. Yeah. I have more, <laughs> I have more flaws than anybody I know if, straight up. But at the same time, I don't sit there and, and pace the floors and fret over crap that the left is pushing down our throats. No, I wish you but wouldn't. You gotta, you gotta, you don't want to sit there and then in, in two and a half years when the campaigns really start, you, you, you don't want to see that momentum building. You want to get in front of it. You want to, you want right. to make sure that there, there's no way that anybody can build momentum. So you got to look at who are the potentials. And right now she's the only potential and she came out of nowhere, no. but uh, I no. don't think, I don't think that she really wants to because then it can tarnish her and her legacy. Uh, so I don't, I don't really think that she could. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. I'm the hypothetical that Oprah Winfrey was to win the election. And this is an extreme hypothetical. Okay. Now, historically speaking, the right has been more mature than the left. Yes. Always has been, always will be. It's just the way the Democrats are. Okay. Now, back during the Obama uh, travesty of eight years, yeah, there was a couple of racist redneck douchebags down south that would burn him in effigy, you know, hang a, a dummy up shaped like him. But it was a, a once in a blue moon occurrence, right? Yep. Now you have every you have celebrities out there uh, uh, trash talking the president. You have them um, holding up his bloody cut off head for a photo shoot, which can bit that bitch in the ass like nobody's business oh yeah it's trump's fault now that she can't yeah work now you know right? oh yeah of course it is now what if oprah were to do this and and the republicans or, or the right decided to you know be just as childish as the left and started doing the same thing to oprah what would happen mm -hmm. oh my god can you imagine it would be a freaking disaster yep a disaster plain and simple they they're children dude 
They're children. They're not going to win another election for years. You know what my hopes is after Trump's eight year run, Pence gives it eight years. Uh, you know, but when you when you look at the elections that happened in November, man, it was, you know, uh, more Democrats than we thought would be elected got elected. Right. So there's which is there's, fine. Yeah, there's it's yeah. fine. Yeah, but, but you don't want those dude. numbers to tilt, right? So this year's yeah, what they but call look the who they're putting. Yeah, but right? look who they're putting up. That Bradley Manning chick, if you even want to call it that, is running for Senate in Maryland. This is what they're doing to their own party. They're putting up a circus show. My, my question is, wasn't isn't a court martial tantamount to a felony? Yeah, but you know what ended up happening was because Obozo pardoned him. It basically uh, went away. Pardon wiped it out. Yes. So he's allowed to run for, for the Senate under the what is it clause. I I don't know. It's just, they're, it's ridiculous. Oprah's not a threat, dude. Oprah is not a threat. I'm not even, dude, I'm not even concerned about that crap. Okay. Just, you know, it's, just be careful. I'm telling you. Mm-mm. No, I'm not even concerned about it. Because not that's one, the only way bit. that the left can do anything is if they get a high power celebrity. They're not going to get a politician from their ranks because they don't no. have one. Uh, Bernie's still doing his socialist rhetoric, <laughs> which for some reason my stepdaughter liked and retweeted one of his tweets today. Uh, <clears throat> sorry yeah, about that. Yeah, it's, Listen, I, I I want people to know I'm not against a woman president. I'm not, not at all. I'm no. not against, I'm not against a black person president. Not at all. That's why I think know, it, Trump daughter, the first daughter, will be a great president when she runs. Yeah, smart, intelligent, well spoken. Doesn't tweet a lot. I'm a little upset about that. And she'll be the first <laughs> Jewish president because she converted yeah, she, for her husband. She, she yeah, she converted for um, whatever his Kushner. name is there. Yeah. <laughs> his name is yeah that's fine dude <laughs> the but, guy that gets you know, to see her naked every day <laughs> yeah based on a fucking bastard he you know what you know what the thing about it like this past you know yesterday they had the 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 women's marches all over the united states yes. and they were out again as soon where as i make a misogynistic comment and you come up with the women's marches because you're a misogynist <laughs> <laughs> hey somebody's got to bring reality to this shithole <laughs> listen so they're out there again wearing their vagina suits dancing and marching around and everything like that and you know they're, they're doing interviews with all, a lot of these you know women and we need women in power we need women to start uh, uh becoming president and vice president and candidates and blah 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 listen isn't it the best person for the job isn't right. that how it should be regardless of whether they got a penis or a vagina yep. it should be the best person who's most qualified for the job at hand that's how it should be so basically by you being sitting there saying it should be women it should be women you're reverse sexist yep. you're sexist against men you're sexist against sexism for the sake of sexism Right. And for what it's worth, shouldn't they all have been marching in Hollywood now? Well, with all the issues on. going on out there, I don't think anybody wants to be near there. Dude, they should be marching in Hollywood. <clears throat> That's the hotbed for, for misogyny and, and uh, you know, being groped and whatever. We had this discussion at dinner tonight because I was... Uh, that that uh, former doctor for the U.S. gymnastics team was being sentenced, and uh, during yeah. the sentencing phase, they had all the victim statements, and 
of course the gymnastics dream team a bunch of the women from there stood up and and uh, dozens and dozens of other women who, who uh, stepped forward to make uh, their victim impact statements uh, you know the guy yeah. pled guilty he's going to jail forever uh, for touching them from you know the time they were preteens until 16 17 he actually made uh, one of them signed a non-disclosure agreement that she'd never tell anybody what happened between them after mm-hmm. she won the gold medal. And she signed it because she was afraid of losing her fame and her right. popularity. And What's that's what I blew up now? on. I was like, you know, everybody's coming out of the woodwork now, but nobody was brave enough to say something years <laughs> ago to protect right. this from happening to others. They, they protected their own f- uh, fame. Right, dude, it's it's everywhere. Everybody's coming out of the woodwork now. Right, but you know, like like one came out of the other day against Michael Douglas. Yeah, I saw Michael that. Douglas, came, he was a, an admitted sex addict. Of course, yeah, he that, did it. Yeah, back in the eighties, it, uh, it it happened supposedly. Uh, right, but he was a sex addict, yeah. so he was doing it to everybody. It's not just this one woman that was his assistant. You know, I know we talked, I know we talked about it, I think last show or the show before, but you know, I told you before, I'm a fan of that show, the ranch on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you've had a chance to to binge it yet or not. I have not. I still haven't I finished mean, I'm the not, Punisher yet. I, I don't like, well, you're not missing anything. I don't like Ashton Kutcher. I'm not a fan of his. He's okay on the show, but Danny Masterson, you know, the one with the fro from, uh, that 70s show. show. Yeah. Oh my God, he's freaking hilarious! He's funny as hell. His character is freaking funny. He 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 is him and Sam Elliott are the biggest part of the show, and now he's off the show because of an accusation that happened in the early two thousands that was already dismissed back then. It was already unfounded. It was already done. It was brought to court and it was finished with. But because it came out again, oh wait a minute, Danny Masterson had something going on in the early two thousands. You got liberal Netflix going, oh well, close him out. He's done too. That pisses me off, dude. Yep. Whatever happened to innocent until proven guilty? So at this point right now, I can come out and say, oh, so-and-so touched me back when I worked at the radio station in 2000, and I can ruin their career? That's bullshit. I'm that's, sorry. That's that you might be able to edit. <laughs> that, that's bullshit, house. But that's <laughs> bullshit all. So <laughs> Yeah, shit all. Sorry. So that's the way today's world is, right? Yeah. And What's funny is that it's the left that claim that Trump and all of them are the misogynists, yet it's all the lefts that are the misogynists, but nobody's yeah. coming out and saying anything against them. Yeah. What the, This past week, what was it? Aziz and Zeri? Or- yeah. Yeah. Aziz and I don't Zeri. even, I never found that idiot funny anyway, but he was, he was one of the ones, you know, Trump's an asshole and blah, 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 blah. But now all of a sudden he's in the barrel. Right. So apparently he was uh, having relations with a woman and during the relations, she changed her mind, and and he was like, "Well, we're already there." I mean, and and uh, <laughs> kind of, you know, you don't want to like leave a situation like half stroke, right? But right. <laughs> you know, once you once you pull up into the drive-through, you usually need to make a deposit <laughs> at the bank, right? Yeah. <laughs> and and she made him back out of the teller line there and uh and but then claimed that he uh assaulted her. Well, wait a second, yeah. you know. Up until that point it was consensual and then the second you said we're done, he, he put on the reverse lights. Yeah. Yeah. And then and then she made it weird. But how is he at fault for that? Right. 
I mean, you know, it's this is where the ridiculousness comes into play. Because yeah. now every consensual relationship experience is going to have to have some sort of signed contract that's witnessed by people. Uh, yeah, so notary public has to stamp it. And, so yeah, you're not yeah. under duress when you're signing it, and, and nor are you uh, inebriated and cannot make those decisions on your own. Right. I mean, just... It's getting ridiculous now because yeah. people can no longer be responsible for their own actions. Everybody's yep. a victim. Yeah. And I think that's the part that ticks me off the most is that, and I said that at dinner tonight, is that I'm tired of everybody playing the victim and nobody, nobody standing up and saying, you know what? My bad. I should make better decisions. Yeah. Yep. You know, it's the, everything's got to be a movement. Everything Everybody, has to be a movement. Be somebody else's fault. It's oh, it's the Me Too movement. Uh, we all have to wear black, and then they they persecuted that that one actress that wore red. Yep. Everybody went after her. I, I don't remember names because I don't watch any of those Grammy, Emmy, Academy Award uh, ass kiss fests. I can't stand those. From the bottom of my soul, I wish every single one of them would burn. <laughs> but they, you know, they persecuted this one lady for wearing red. Oh, instead of wearing black, you didn't join the movement. Everything's a movement. Screw your bowel movement. I'm sick and tired of it. Pompous asses. Bunch of douches. God damn. You're right. Everything's got to ever. Nobody takes accountability for their own actions and they got to make big movements over everything. So sick of it. And you can no longer make big movements. Right. I can't. But I'll make a watery movement all over your movement, <laughs> tons of bitches. Because you, have you know, like that during that. All. <laughs> yeah, I really do. You know, during that whole thing, that's when the whole Oprah thing sprung into action. Oh yeah, because she the, spoke during that that award. Yeah, program. during that award ceremony. But you know what, people, and that's what pisses me off about the left. She was speaking in a room of the rich and famous, saying what they want to hear to be a me tour. Plain and simple. The people that she needs to speak to, the people that Donald Trump spoke to during his campaign, the people she needed to speak to weren't there to witness it. If if me or you, if we wanted to hear her powerful message in person, we would have been turned away at the red carpet. Why? Because we're not the rich, famous, powerful people. We're not there to kiss each other's ass because we don't have millions in the bank. Well, if you were wearing black, they might let you in. This is true. I would have been part of the Me Three movement, right? The, yeah, the, the want to be molested. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Listen, Harvey, here, touch this for a minute. <laughs> See what you think about the pulse on this one. <laughs> uh, that's another thing. I mean, all the pictures of her with Harvey, she's done, dude. They're, don't even worry about her. Just to. to recall old uh oprah there she's done yeah me too you too us too screw you you're done well no because when they keep twisting what what the president says you wonder how many people actually do any kind of fact checking right so uh <laughs> you know all these misogynist movements all these you know uh locker room talk stuff and then right. when he actually does talk about stuff that's relevant right the left edits it consolidates it to fit their needs and then broadcasts it out and then everybody accepts it as gospel you know here's here's an example he was talking about uh, uh, late-term abortions which were signed into law uh, by uh, clinton initially 
Uh, and then Bush uh, got rid of them, and then Obama brought them back. So uh, what late-term abortions are is that you, know, you, you, can, you can have an abortion up until the ninth month. Right. Which is you're giving birth and killing a baby, right? That's in my belief. Now, uh, you got some people on the left that like, well, no, uh, unless it can breathe on its own, it's not a life and you're just uh, killing a parasite, you know, and, and I really hate that they uh, reference it like that sometimes. But uh, so he was talking about how a child will grow in a mother's womb uh, for nine months and then they will rip it out. Right. Uh, meaning, you know, the, the late term abortions and, and how we get have to get rid of it. So the, the left takes just that segment that he said about uh, a, a baby being in there for nine months and then it, it leaves the womb when it's ripped out of the womb. Like, right. uh, duh, uh, you have to stop births. What's wrong with you? Oh, president's stupid. You know, yeah. instead of making sure that they put the whole clip in there or put the whole context of what he was referring to in there, which was essentially we need to stop the evil of late-term abortions. Yeah. Uh, and and the left are eating it up, and people are eating it up on Facebook, like, oh, my God, he's so stupid. And then a couple of people actually put the corrected version out there, and those people were like, oh, uh, my my bad. Uh, I, I didn't I didn't see the whole thing, or maybe I but should they, read the whole story. Yeah, you, yeah, you but, friggin' think so? But by then, the fire's lit, and it's already going it's wild. Already, yeah. they, there's no retractions. Nope. There are rarely any retractions. Never. I haven't seen yeah. one yet. It's like the, it's 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 just reminiscent of of stupid crap. Like the remember the koi fish yes. when he was over in Japan feeding the koi fish. Yeah. And of course, the left had to edit the footage and just show him dumping it. Like, oh, that dumbass can't even feed fish properly. No, he was doing the the tradition just like what the president of Japan did. Yep. He was following his lead. But the but the left cuts it out, edits it just to make him look like a fool, and the fire gets lit and it spreads. And by the time the truth comes out, it's already too late. The left ain't going to listen anymore. But how do you fight this? That's the question. I guess we have to have. I I don't know. I have no idea. Because you know they they uh, did the women's march again, which really they shouldn't have been marching against Trump, but yet they still did. Yeah. Um, because he's been fighting for women's rights uh, and also the rights of the unborn child, which I guess is not popular on the left. Uh, they're they're uh, uh, slamming him and his pa- uh, compatriots for shutting down the government, but it was the left shutting it down. And I don't see enough social media coverage or any media coverage that is contradicting that and telling the truth. Nobody but you won't. speaks the truth and the truth is there it's there you just have to look but you're not gonna because you're not going to because the left the left is is like a giant corporation and they keep buying out the voices they keep buying out the voices and the voices are are cnbc msnbc cnn us just like i told you before the, the media is primarily left Okay, one of the only ones left mainstream media. I mean, you have like conservative news today, and you know, well, you smaller also have Google owning YouTube. And yeah, they shut out things like Ben Shapiro. You know, it's. Mm-hmm. But as far as like mainstream media, though, Fox News, and again, I'm not a huge fan of Fox News, but they're the only ones that you can go to that you can actually discover truths. Okay, and and, and even Fox News is starting to scare me because they were bought out by Disney. 
Yeah. Another another leftist freaking uh, organization. Yeah. So oh, it's only a matter on. they have to change because Klinger is now a Disney princess. Oh yeah. Klinger Wonderful. from Mash. Oh, good. He's a, he's now a Disney princess. Are you serious? Well, think about it. Okay, so Mash the show was owned by Fox. Loved Mash. Fox has now been bought out by Disney. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So now Corporal Klinger is now a this Disney is true. princess. This is true. <laughs> I, I love it when the left uses Klinger like in their memes. Uh-huh. You know, like trying to like promote transgenders in the military. And it's like, you asses. He was trying to get out of the military out of Section 8. Yeah. He was trying to get out for being crazy. Uh-huh. And you guys are using him as your poster child. <laughs> you freaking dummies. He actually liked women and didn't like the dresses. He was doing yeah. it to get kicked out. But that's the set, like that's what I'm saying. Like Fox News is one of the only bastions of of mainstream media. Again, on Facebook, you can. I'm part of like a, a bunch of different like patriotic, uh, uh, right leaning uh, news pages, but they're all they're all minimalist. They're all small. As far as mainstream media goes, Fox News is pretty much the only one that'll that'll give you some truths, and and not spin it in, in a leftist regime and leftist rhetoric. And even there, there at this point right now, I'm starting to get nervous for them because of Disney. So once they're shut down, that's it, dude. There's no mainstream media that is going to cut through the bullcrap. It's all going to be leftist well, rhetoric. If they if they shut that down, then somebody will start up another conservative and get bought out, and yep. get bought out, and get and get bought out, get that's shut business, down. Right. So right now, Fox is bringing exactly. in money. So I don't know if they're going to touch anything that's bringing in money. You know what I, I hope mean? not. It's, it's bringing in money. I mean, I hope not. As long as we continue to have things like the Schumer shutdown, there'll always be something to talk about. As long as there's something to talk about, there's somebody willing to pay ad time for it. Did you, did you see the um, the new program on Fox News? It actually started tonight at eight o'clock. I, I forgot to record it. I'm going to go. Hopefully, it's on uh, on demand. <clears throat> Fox News has a, a seven episode um, miniseries. Um, oh damn, I forgot what it was about. But each each episode is going to be different. Um, about like scandals and, and crap like that. Tonight's episode, the very, the premiere episode was about the Clinton impeachment and all the truths behind it. Uh, I'm going online right now to find it, dude. I, I saw the ad for it earlier. I was like, hell yeah, dude, I got to see that. They're basically just going to blast him, completely blast him. Hold on. Where is it? I'll find it. Well, why don't you go ahead and watch that as we wrap up this episode of DNR oh, we're, Radio? We're done already, you oh. pansy. <laughs> You're going to go watch your show. I've got to get ready to go to bed for work because some of us work real hours. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> and you got to go, like I said, you got to go watch that, that Fox program. Tell us all about it on the next episode. I'm gonna, yeah, I gotta find the name of it. I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to tell you how it was. Well, people may want to watch it with you. How can they get in touch with you to do that? Uh, well, you can contact me personally, 860. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I gotta stay up all night. I got nobody to hang with. Come on over and watch it. It's on demand. It's on demand. You can find it. Uh, radio DNR at gmail.com, uh, DNR radio.net, Facebook, Twitter feed. Did you ever get that Instacrap 
set up or whatever it was or yeah, snatch chat I, or whatever. Yeah, I got one on there. I just haven't put anything on it. I got to go start putting some right. political rants on there. So we're on Instagram too. Yeah, well, you can go to dnrradio.net. That's the website. I'm not sure if Russ is going to be posting the picture of the penis pops, but oh, feel absolutely. free to check that out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, Just blur that. out my eyes. Yeah, we'll do that so nobody can see <laughs> I, it's you. I'm I'm anonymous. <laughs> Any nominous. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, this is a shithole. <laughs> I love this. Thanks for listening. We, <laughs> we'll catch you next time. Peace from the shithole. Damn you. <laughs>